Welcome to Mouse.News, your source of information from two dudes who love Disney. My name is Garrett. And I'm Kellen. And in this episode, we talk about more sports coming back to the Disney property, as well as a really effective opening at SeaWorld. And finally, we discuss the biggest rumors coming to Disney parks. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mouse.News podcast. My name is Garrett. His name is Kellen. How are you today? Doing well, man. How about you? I am hanging in there. It's warm outside. I was just thinking that. It actually feels like summer up here today. Ooh, a nice northeastern summer. Northeastern summer. Yep. We got the, the 80s here. We're just we're just sweating. Do you have uh, – were you riding on a yacht? <laughs> no, no, no. Just a uh, casual walk around the neighborhood, but that was enough to just – oh, just I, need, I needed to like bring a water bottle and, bottle and everything. It was awful. You had to bring a water bottle on a walk? Yes. Oh, it's very uh, hilly. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I was talking to my wife about um, pushing the kids in the stroller in Disney. And I was telling her how I push all the time. And she was like, it's flat. Like the whole ground's flat. I said, not exactly. Right? There's some areas in the Magic Kingdom where you get a little incline there. And that could just be – that could be tough. It's like when someone is climbing a mountain, you can yep. climb the aggro crag pretty easily because it's basically just a straight shot up. It's not <laughs> that difficult. You're not going to be tired. There's like stairs. But if the aggro crag was flattened out to like a 30% incline over 12 miles, totally different game. Every time I watched that show, man, as a kid, I would just be looking at TV I wouldn't say a word in my head. I'd just be like, just give me a chance. Just give me one chance. I can conquer that crag. I wonder where the Astro Crag is now. That's a good question. Uh, wow, that's a good question. I'm sure it was torn apart. and Yeah, I have no idea. I guess I know Universal Studios is opening. I mean, maybe I'm kind of dating myself here, but is the Nickelodeon Studios still at Universal Studios? They shut that down in 2003, I think. Um, I actually just watched a video about the Nickelodeon Hotel. Oh. And the Nickelodeon Hotel was – it was a Holiday Inn that they refurbished or they like worked on a partnership with. And it actually looked really, really cool because they did like live shows – yeah. So, so you there was like family double dare and stuff. Oh, that that's cool. But the problem was it was closer to Disney than Universal Studios. But they tried making it like a resort, and um, you know, it, it's hard to be an all inclusive resort in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, and people just got bored of the gack, you know. Well, I mean, how do you get gack out of your clothes? <laughs> That's, that's the problem. Your day's ruined. It's it's not like getting wet on Splash Mountain. Like you got gack in your hair. That's it's over. Laundry day takes two days. <laughs> All because you wanted to be on Double Dare. All right. So in 2016, it says you can now climb the Agro Crag. Oh man. Okay. So it looked like it was only one day. Oh. But. Mountain Dew brought the aggro crag from eight from two p.m. to eight p.m. on this very specific day, 
<laughs> in New York City. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of cool. So, I mean, <laughs> they brought it. Not a lot of time. No. Very very specific. But yeah, I, I do I do have fifteen facts about the aggro crag in front of me. Just give me fact number nine. Okay. No. Give me one. But this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> okay. It just says loser, losers had a hard time in school. <laughs> oh, like the losers on guts. I guess they got made fun of. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about bullying, but I imagine coming back from your vacation, you're like, man, I lost. And they're like, we know, dude, we know. So cartoonist Sean Michael Robinson drew a biographical strip detailing his experience as an early contestant in the show. Coming in third, two girls, Robinson wrote that he was mocked in school for his runner-up status. Just when the heckling died down, his episode would air in reruns and the cycle would begin again. <laughs> that makes me really sad. It, it is kind of the dark side of <laughs> guts. Dark, dark side of guts. <laughs> That's a show that needs to be made. Yeah. Just like, just interview all the losers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. They're like, man, your life must be awful. He's like, no, no, I'm an engineer at a tech company. I do just fine. But man, high school was rough. I work for NASA. <laughs> I also, uh, in the bungee rope bow and arrow game, I scored zero points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got shoved into a lot of lockers in gym class. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the risk you take for, for fame. I do, and you know what they say? There's no such thing as bad press. That's right. That's right. That guy guaranteed put being a guts contestant on his resume. It's probably still on there now. You were probably made fun of in elementary school, maybe a little bit in middle school, mm-hmm. high school. What better pickup line do you have than I was a contestant on guts? That's a great point. I think, yeah. I mean, you grow up a little bit. The show goes away. People kind of like, whatever. Like nobody knows it anymore. But yeah, that'd be an awesome line to, to dig up. That. That is an opening line on Tinder. Scale the aggro crag. Yeah, and like include a photo. <laughs> oh man! That's and your first your first date is just pulling up the rerun and watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like really your good. highlights. And then you could be like, well, yeah, I mean, if you won the tro, I don't know if you get to keep the trophy, but you'd be like, yeah, you check out the aggro crag, you know. Yeah, I I had a thought in my head and I completely forgot what it was. <laughs> but I'll let you know it was a good one. Just whenever it pops up, just bring it up. I will. Doesn't matter when. Right. <laughs> so to kind of segue a little bit, last week and the week before, we were talking about the NBA returning. It looks like July 30th is going to be opening tip-off. But the NBA players aren't going to be alone. Yeah, man. I mean, again, this is this is exciting, but now it seems like more leagues are starting to kind of, or at least try to come out of hiding, right, and try to get going again. And I think that for the uh, soccer fans out there, this is kind of cool. All right. So the MLS is joining the ESPN Worldwide of Sports. They're probably going to be staying at Busch Gardens. Oh, okay. I doubt they'll. I doubt they'll get to stay on property. They're not allowed. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't let them. They definitely get all-star. Not even all-star sports, all-star like music. Oof. <laughs> Oof. 
Like, That's harsh. I, I stayed at all the all-star resorts. They're nice. I want to say that. They are nice. They are perfect for what you need it for. But imagine being worth like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars, and you're like, my bathroom has Finding Nemo on the sink. That's fine. That's, that's that's true. Maybe There's that's a bad example. They deserve it. Yeah, but it is exciting, right? It is. It is. So teams would each play three games in what would be broadly called a World Cup style tournament. I don't know what that means. Uh, but then at the end of the group stage, teams would move on to a 16 team knockout tournament where they'd play as many as four more games. Um, there is a cash prize and the glory of being crowned of a trumped up preseason tournament. Hey, that's that's cool. You get to you get to be at Disney. You probably can't go to the parks and stuff, but you can say you've done it. You lived through it, and that's a lovely thing to tell your kids. It's the same experience that adult softball players, when they enter the beer league softball tournaments at Disney, have experienced. Wow, wow. So just imagine you are on that level. <laughs> the adult softball teams. Yep. <laughs> I love that. That's that you have peaked MLS. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no recovering from this. There there is no sports on television and people are still not going to watch the MLS. You don't really you don't think man, you don't think like in 2020 people might tune in? No, MLS is terrible. All right. It's bad. It <laughs> it's not good. It's not in it's not entertaining. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I never I I could never get into it, admittedly. I'm not sure a global pandemic could get me to watch either. Especially because basketball will probably be back then. That's true. That's true. I think all eyes are gonna be on the NBA. But this week, especially yesterday, which was the 11th. So mm-hmm. you're listening to us a couple of days after we recorded this. All eyes were on SeaWorld. This is low key our most favorite park um, in the world. And if you've listened to our show before, you know we take special care to update you on Disney, but also SeaWorld too. And it's usually the SeaWorld shortcomings. And, you know, in talking about this episode <clears throat> before we recorded it, we realized that we were spot on about everything. So we use the word shortcomings. Like, is there if there's something good, is it longcomings? Um, yeah, probably. Or like, yeah, there's no in between. Middlecomings. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of a word that's like you made it, like you did just enough. Proficient cummings. Okay. 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 But so SeaWorld was open for the first time. Guests were required to make a reservation, which is good. They require guests to wear masks. Perfect. Also good. There were some social distancing signs, which is good. Good. All good things. Except SeaWorld SeaWorlded. (laughs) They they did what they do best. And they said, here are some rules. Wait. They did what they did best. Put the general public at risk. it is. I saw Blackfish. <laughs> I know. That's what I thought of exactly. <laughs> SeaWorld does what they do, and that is just put the general public in danger. <laughs> We're going to get sued. We're, we're going to get so sued for this. <laughs> hey, um, we're not making this up. I mean, this is this is fact. And it's not like SeaWorld has money. No, they don't know. 
they don't. They're, they're, they're yeah. going to lose all of it anyways in these lawsuits coming up. I, <laughs> yeah, pretty soon they're going to go bankrupt. So apparently there were some issues. There were no markings on the ground to be found at all. So guests just kind of clumped together. Oh, man. Uh, employees weren't wearing – so some employees weren't wearing masks <laughs> or had them pulled down once they entered the park. That We we love to joke, man. We love to joke. We kind of like – we've been making light of a serious thing here because, you know, you got you to gotta laugh a little bit, right? But like jokes aside, it's like that's so disappointing, you know, because we're really trying to do the best things to – to get back to to what we want to be and like SeaWorld just was kind of like meh 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 so I should note that all of this information is coming from Theme Park University so if you're going to go after anyone go after them first right. <laughs> they just you know they got boots on the ground my favorite was they have a picture of what looks to be like a Clorox 2 bottle of hand sanitizer okay. but there's no there's no pump the top is still screwed on. Oh, okay. That defeats the purpose then. So I don't know how you're supposed to use it. They, you know, not, we're not trying to get too political here, but you know, some parts of the country may or may not be taking this as serious as others. Right. And I'm, I'm just worried that SeaWorld thought that they could really capitalize on Disney being closed for another few weeks. And they're just like, let's get these bodies in here. Let's just get this going, you know, and, and just I, pack I, them in. Just yeah, and and I worry that this might have some health repercussions. Yeah, so uh, Orlando Experience, the Twitter account, tweeted out that they think about fifty percent of the guests are not wearing masks. Fifty, wow. Um, and it seems like no one was telling people to put on their masks. Man, oh man. So ah. with, with that being said, though, SeaWorld isn't the only place in Orlando. Legoland also isn't requiring masks. Oh, Legoland. I forgot all about that place. They're, they're when you're below SeaWorld. They're what? They're below SeaWorld. <laughs> in terms of... Yeah. <laughs> and like the tiers of uh, awesomeness. Yeah. So Legoland Florida does not require face coverings, but you are welcome to wear one. What does that even mean? Yeah, you, you you can if you want. I'm on the Legoland website right now. There's kids wearing cool pirate eye patches. That's not going to do anything against COVID. We can't have masks flying all over all over the place, so we are considering whether our masks masks are ready for roller coasters and water rides. Wow. Oh wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> there are enhanced safety measures. Don't worry. Um, I'm looking at Legoland now. See where okay. there's a lost cause. Um, because you know they're just SeaWorld's going to SeaWorld as you. <laughs> That's got to go on a T-shirt. SeaWorld's going to SeaWorld. Um, all right, all right. And you're at Legoland. You're going to have a temperature check. All right, when you go in there. Um, you can't unless if you have 100.4, you gotta you can't go in. Um, and they're going to check your height for rides to make sure you're not too short. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they use the same device for both. <laughs> they have like the world's largest thermometer. Yeah. It's five foot five. Y- yeah. Yeah. Um, th- it says here that um, they recommend and encourage masks. They have some for you to take. Um, but it's not a requirement. It's, it's certainly 
certainly is not. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think I spent a lot of time, too much time on the Legoland website, but I would just say that, yeah, it looks pretty loosey-goosey. I I completely understand about this like idea of not wearing a mask on a water ride. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um. But, but I also completely understand wearing a mask in Florida at one of these theme parks sounds miserable. Right. Um. Right. Right. And like, if you can avoid going now, like, do that. You know, like wait yeah. for cooler weather and stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's it's going to be awful, you know. But I mean, I, I can't – I'm struggling to find a reason why people have to go right now. I know it's exciting. We want to get back and stuff. But just try to go during a more comfortable time. Yeah. Or go to SeaWorld. Just go to SeaWorld because there's no rules. You don't even – you might not even have to pay. I imagine going to SeaWorld is a lot like Mad Max. Like a lot of dust? <laughs> there's a lot of dusk <laughs> dust uh there's a guy playing a guitar <laughs> on bungee cords just swinging on bungee cards yeah yeah attached to i don't know whatever big whale they have they're just like you know exhaust tanks from trucks just like spewing like poison into the air all the time right right around the orca orca tank someone's digging for oil like, <laughs> like they don't even know who it is at this point. But someone just brought a shovel and he's been digging for three weeks. Digging, not wearing a mask, I'll tell you that. No, not if you're going to be around all that dust. <laughs> how, do, how do you breathe? Yeah. <laughs> the dust is going to stop you from breathing. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> so. If you wear a mask, okay, the CO2, you breathe out, it goes right back in. And that's worse than COVID. That's how you die. <laughs> I that, read it. Not the not the disease. <laughs> Breathing in your own your own breath is how you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. I mean, on their website, they got a, they got a little banner that says, "Oh, you might get COVID nineteen, you know. And there's also a, a sale on half off tickets if you buy in two days. So they they really want you to get in there. Oh, is Legoland selling masks? Uh, at Legoland, they just give them out um, disposable ones. They might be, but you don't really. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at the SeaWorld <laughs> safety guides, and it says employees and guests temperature screenings. But it, it just looks like somebody's head with like a like a hair like a like a hair dryer pressed against the forehead. It's not a good graphic. They're just uh, going by the old method. Do you remember when we were kids? Like our mom would use like the back of her hand. Yeah. Like feel if we were warm, <laughs> yeah. They just, just have like they just have like some sixteen year old like eh, feels pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of like yeah. They just they don't even use the back of your hand. Like you feel good, you're good. Yeah, but on the other end of the spectrum, Universal Studios, from everything that I've heard, has been actually really good. I know they're selling a bunch of branded masks, which. Again, if you are going to – like that is the best thing you can possibly do in a situation like this. I don't fault Universal Studios or Disney or anywhere that is selling masks, like as long as you're getting people to wear them. Correct. Sell the masks. Wear Exactly. Get people to wear them. And you know, like I mean this might be – I'm not sure how accurate this is. I'm going to say it anyway. But if the, if the point is to get the economy going here, like we need money into these parks, right? 
like that's everybody took a hit from this. It continues to take a hit. So like, I mean, Disney's always going to have their revenue off and stuff, but like, let's, let's get some product out there. You know, let's just sell some, sell some masks. So it looks like Universal is only selling them for $6, which is, again, that's nothing. Right. Yeah. And you can, it's about average. You can get a Hello Kitty one too. See, that's nice. Like that, that's what you do. Uh, Disney's going to have tons if they ever ship them. Yeah, yeah, they gotta send them. Well, they probably heard our podcast criticizing the uh, Toy Story one, and that they were just like, "We gotta, we gotta roll these back." <laughs> can't, can't, can't sell these. We've got a lot of big Disney guys listening. Yeah, a lot. Like we can't tell you who, right. but we know we know we got some big ones. Right. <laughs> I I can't give credit to the uh, the the channel. I don't have it in front of me, but I did watch a YouTube video from somebody who went to Universal Studios on opening day, and he went like a little bit after opening. We'll, we'll say eleven or noon, and the park was largely empty which I thought was kind of good. You know, like there was like a little rush in the morning, but people are kind of like, it just shows me that for the most part, people are trying to be safe, you know? Um, and that's actually kind of encouraging in my opinion. I, I do think that the sort of reopening uh, push to reopen has been a little overblown. I, I saw a similar picture of Diagon Alley at Universal Studios. And again, it was it was empty. And- right. I do think that there are a lot more people who are skeptical of going right now or they don't want to wear masks, which again, completely understandable. Um, yep. Yep. So who knows? We'll we'll have a better idea because I, uh, and then, you know, the next couple of weeks is Disney reopens and who knows what's going to happen at SeaWorld. They might close again in two weeks. I, I don't know. Well, no, actually they never closed. <laughs> sea world goes under uh preventative quarantine <laughs> yeah like if you've been to our parks you have to quarantine 14 days 14 days 21 days actually it, <laughs> it, it isn't covid19 it is something way worse we attribute the covid19 mutation to it started in sea world in orlando i am just waiting for a letter to get sent to us yeah with like all of these complaints on it. Well, I you, don't. I'm just reporting you. in the news, folks. <laughs> we are we are the uh, One America News Network for Disney news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's true. That's true. I get all my I get all my Sea World information from Sputnik. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> so go after them. That's awesome. All right, so. For our main topic today, what I wanted to do was, and we're going to do this every once in a while on the show, but I want to go over some of the rumors that have surrounded different Disney rides, parks, um, for a while. Kellen has no idea what I'm going to bring up, and um, we're going to talk. Yeah, you're right. I have no no idea coming into this. Um what we're going to talk about, but I like it that way. You know, I kind of want, I mean, we love a good rumor, right? So let's, let's get, let's hear them. So I'm going to tell them to Kellen. We're going to talk about them for a little bit. And then Kellen's going to rank them one through five. What does he want to see? What does he don't want? What doesn't he want to see? And we'll go from there. Five, five is like, yes, it's believable. It's going to happen. And one is like, that's not ever going to happen. 
Sure. We can do it that way too. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever happens. Whatever happens. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. So rumor number one. Pandora is about to expand. Ooh. Okay. I was preparing myself for something more outlandish than that. Um, Okay. That Pandora might expand. I'm going to give that a little bit of traction. Yeah. I will – I'll say there's some credibility to that. I think – I mean probably not a big expansion. Maybe like a show or something, you know, or like uh, another – I don't want to have another dark ride or something, but – I can I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean it's it's big, but there's a lot of room over there by Pandora. So, um, yeah, I mean, why not? What would you want to see in the expansion? Like nothing, nothing. I could say it could be better than Flight of Passage, right? I mean, so if they're going to expand it all, maybe a sit down restaurant. Question mark? Man, now that we're talking about it, I don't know. What, what, do, what do you do there? That's a good question. I think it would be a good idea to wait for... I'm sure Disney has information on all of the sequels. All four of them that are going to come out. Oh, yeah. And I, it would probably be a good idea to sort of wait until you get that information before... Because if they're going underwater, there could be something cool with that. Right. Um. But I think as it is now, I think expanding Pandora would be a bad idea. Of all the lands that need expanding, I feel like Toy Story Land might need expanding. You know, I know they're adding the restaurant, but we've talked on the show before. It's kind of small, a little underwhelming. I mean, it's cool, but I mean, you know, they could have done more with it. Um, Yeah, maybe Pandora is like not the place to start. It's not a land. Toy Story, it's like Toy Story Space. Yeah, that's that's true. Toy, Toy Story block. That there you go. <laughs> they can steal that one from us. Yeah, they could. You can you can have it. I do think eventually, like I think there's other areas of Animal Kingdom that need to be expanded before Pandora. Okay. Like, say that last part again. You cut out there. I think there's other areas of Animal Kingdom that need to be expanded first. Okay, I got, I got you now. What, what were, were you thinking of any in particular? <clears throat> I think the dinosaur area. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. Um, um, yeah, it's just it, like the whole carnival aspect of it is kind of like by Primeval World. It's just and Primeval World is like a seasonal attraction now. They don't even run that full time, so it's like that that whole blacktop area of like you know Dino Land USA. It's just kind of, it's it's too hot. Like literally, it's too hot. So like maybe take that space and kind of expand back on that. that that'd be kind of cool. So the idea would be to add a third ride <clears throat> and a sit down restaurant. Uh, so in January of 2020 they talked about the expansion moving into the cast member parking lot um, and would likely be a high capacity indoor attraction okay that would be high capacity like like a thrill ride yeah yeah or just a lot of people oh i got you i got you hey all right okay let's get those ideas that was recent january 2020 wow 
Yeah. So, th- and this has been going on since 2017. Hmm. It's conversation. So, yeah. Seems like it's a bad time now, right? But like once things kind of creep back, um, I'm into it. Okay. So, so one to five? Four. Okay. Four, okay. meaning like that could potentially happen. All right. So rumor number two. The India Pavilion is going to be joining Epcot's World Showcase. Wow. Um, Okay. That's going to get a one from me right off the bat because, like, where are you going to put it? I can only think of one place where you can put a new pavilion. And, like, India. um, See, this is going to open up a whole – a bigger conversation about what should the next country be. I mean, I can see it though. I can. See, I mean, the Taj Mahal is in India, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. the the rumor is that they would build a gigantic Jungle Book ride. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. So um, the argument is that the India booth at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is really popular. Yeah. And the is it Sana at Disney's Animal Kingdom yep. Lodge uh, yep. is the is possibly the best sit down restaurant in all of Disney World, according to uh, WDW News today. Well, I, I have not eaten there, but I know that it is super popular. And like, I guess I could see it. It's like diverse enough, you know. Like, you don't need another European country um, in the World Showcase. You know, you don't need that. And like, I mean, if you're really talking about countries that could go there. If India, if in Indian food specifically is like super popular, then I, I love the idea of a Jungle Book attraction. That would be really cool. So the the for the Jungle Book attraction, it would be based on the live action version. Uh, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, it was years ago, but I watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's got Bill Murray in it. Yeah, Where's exactly. So the ride system would be built off of the Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which oh. if you. If you haven't seen that yet, stop listening, go to YouTube, watch a ride through because that ride looks awesome. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. (laughs) So that that is the system, the ride system they would be using for this Jungle Book ride. That's like – that sounds insanely awesome, you know, Um, for for an attraction. Like the Jungle Book, that would be so cool. You know, like you're going down the river or something – Oh, you know, like kind of floating by, and it's all cool, and then so, and here comes the snake. What's the snake's name? Oh no, <laughs> Snake Man. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. I think it's Snake Man. Snake Man comes out. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, and then you just keep going down. You're trying to, you're trying to escape Snake Man, and that could be the attraction. Snake Man is actually the star of the Legoland version of the Jungle Book. <laughs> just Snake Man. You can put head on top of him if you want. We're Legoland. They're like, what did we do? How did we get put into this? Mouse Dude is attacking us now. <laughs> is there anyone they won't attack? <laughs> well, just follow the COVID-19 guidelines and we'll leave you alone. We'll be a lot nicer to you. <laughs> I know. But um, no, Jungle, Jungle, I almost call it Jungle Cruise. Um, Jungle Book Attraction would be awesome and like, you know, I mean that that's kind of cool. So you got a little India in um in soaring around the world, which is really cool. 
really beautiful scene in that attraction too. So like, you know what? Bring it. Again, I don't know where you'd put it, but um, but go for it. So it would be the first new country built in Epcot since 1988. Wow. I, I mean, it, things are always changing, right? Um, but yeah, like I, I gave it a one because I don't know where it would go. But if, I mean, they'd figure it out, right? If they want it that bad, they would figure it out. That is true. That yeah. is true. Awesome. All right. So, so what number are you giving it? I gave it a one only because I just don't know where you'd put an attraction and a land of that, or excuse me, a pavilion of that size. Okay. So the next, actually, no, uh, I have two of them that I know are going to, you're going to have some hot takes on. All right. So I'm waiting for those. I, I started off slow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm ready. The next the next one is Wreck-It Ralph is going to take over Stitch's Great Escape. I've heard this one as well. Um I, I think we need more details in regards to like what that attraction would be. But you know what? I, I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I think that could be a five for me. Because um they'd have to just kind of change that whole interior of the building. But Wreck-It Ralph kind of goes with Tomorrowland, you know, I mean, with the whole technology and gaming aspect of it. So like, again, I don't know what it would look like, but I, I could see that actually happening. I think it fits in more than Lilo and Stitch, but just kind of barely. I, I don't know. I don't see video games as the future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's really not. Um, but uh but neither is monsters inc laugh floor <laughs> you know that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah. so i'm trying to I'm trying to bend a little with that one but like that it makes sense to me so the idea is that they would keep a lot of the sort of screen structure of stitches great escape inside yep. but apparently each seat would have a controller hmm. and that controller um would then allow people to play an interactive role in the show. That's interesting to me. It could be fun. Yeah, could. <laughs> it could. <laughs> I I I really hated the sequel. Oh really? I I, I thought the, the first one was great. The second one was felt like a mess. It was just it was trash. Yeah. It was the Cars 2 of the Wreck-It Ralph franchise. Do you remember Planes? Nope. Yeah, that was Disney's Planes. That that exists. Um, and it was bad, bad. Is that even on the Disney Plus? It might not even. I'm actually, I'm looking that up right now um, while we're 2013. It's like yesterday. It just, it just seems like yesterday. Rotten Tomatoes. I, 26%. IMDb, 5.7. Even worse. Actually, it's no, that's better. <laughs> um, the, on Google, the top question is, are planes Disney Plus? Not, not even if it's, is it on. It's just, is, is it? Is it essentially, existentially Disney Plus? And the answer is no. That planes aren't Disney Plus? <laughs> planes is not Disney Plus. Well, that mystery's been solved. <laughs> I'm glad we could figure that out. People have been asking me all the time. 
what is life? What is existence? Is planes Disney Plus? Well, it's usually like, what is Disney Plus? And I'm like, planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's confused, but you, you've been right the whole time. They, they stop. They, they ask, what does that mean? I'm like, if you, if you need to know, if you need to ask, yeah. you'll never know. <laughs> so, uh, Wreck-It Ralph taking over. Lilo's, you know, five. Five me. Five spot. Okay. All right. It's got the five spot. Yep. So here's the next two. Okay. That I know you're going to be heated about. I'm ready. The Enchanted Tiki Room will be replaced with the Moana show. No, that yeah, that's that's absolute trash. One, negative six. It's um no. No. Uh, Nothing sacred. So Disney apparently did address this rumor. Um <laughs> it came right out with it. Yeah. Uh the response is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> We're sorry that our fans are being fed incorrect information by unscrupulous sources. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's no plans. Well, this kind of ruins this entire thing. Okay. There are no plans to, for our feathered friends to fly the coop anytime soon. Yeah, uh, that one's kind of. It'd be a tiki room. I know it's kind of boring. You know, like for some people, like it's it's what I call a nap ride, um, but. But it's cool. I like it. I don't nap during it anymore. And um, there's some things that you can't touch. I feel like that's one of them. And there's no pe- there's nowhere to put people if you're going to make that a Moana attraction. There's nowhere to put people. And Moana's already getting her like water fountain in Epcot. Yeah, she's getting a fountain. I, I think it's like just – I think they called it like a magical fountain, but it's probably just a water fountain. <laughs> like, a, like you fill your water bottle with it? After all the Epcot construction had to be pushed back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They gave Moana uh, a water fountain. You have a water bottle filling station. Right next to Mouse Gear. You press the heart of Tafiti and it fills your water bottle. Yep. All right. So for this last rumor, I think this might be the one that upsets you. All right. Well, I'm I'm ready because the other ones there's a little bit of outlandish, but a lot of bit of practical for these. So I kind of I want to hear this last one. All right. So the last one is your favorite ride in Animal Kingdom, or maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but one of your favorite rides in Animal Kingdom, Dinosaur, yeah. is to be replaced by an Indiana Jones ride. All right. Yeah. Just immediately when you say that, it fades value. It feels like I got punched in the stomach. I do love dinosaur. It's just, it's cool, man. I love the, I love the cue when you walk through, you see the huge dinosaur bones in the middle there. And you get to the pre-show where you're like, you're going back in time. You're like, all right, man, I'm buying into it. I just, I think dinosaur is an awesome attraction. That being said, right. We've talked in this podcast before about like, what's going on in Dino land? What's it doing in animal kingdom? Right. So like, I guess maybe Sometime down the road, there might need to be some updates of that land. But Indiana Jones, I, I can't hang with that. Why? I think that's worse than dinosaurs. Your your outrage fuels me. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so the reason why it would be Indiana Jones is because apparently the same track and the same cars and the same layout is used in Disneyland for an Indiana Jones ride. So the transition would be relatively simple in terms of just modifying 
the dinosaur ride. That makes sense to me. It's, it sounds like the attraction is like half built. You just have to, I guess, take out the dinosaurs, I don't know, and then put in Shia LaBeouf. That would be the only way. That's the only that's the only thing they need to change, really. And and the CGI Eddie Murphy that they spent a lot of money on. <laughs> they can just work those two things in here. You got gold. Yeah, that's all. That's all you need. Uh, so so how do in terms of ranking this one? How do you feel about it? it it's going to be a one for me. I just. It, it, the Indiana Jones thing, it just doesn't fit. It's worse, I think, than having like a dinosaur themed carnival in Animal Kingdom. But, um, you yeah, know, I, I can't hang with it. So on my rating scale, I, that's that's low. It's going to be a one. All right. All right. So in terms of let me let me just go back over mm-hmm. all of the Disney rumors and you can let me know which one you want to see the most. So the first one, again, we had Indiana Jones replacing Dinosaur. We have Wreck-It Ralph taking over Stitch's Great Escape. We have Moana replacing the Enchanted Tiki Room. We have Pandora expanding and the India Pavilion joining Epcot's World Showcase. Honestly, man, I love the World Showcase. I love Epcot. If I could have one of those, I'd want the new pavilion. I want India. You want that Jungle Book ride. That sounded great based on our last conversation um, about it. that's just the whole like pirates, um, Sh- Shanghai pirates, right? That's where they have like yep. that crazy technology. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, I mean, if putting that into a jungle book ride, that'd be so cool. And I mean, Indian food is awesome as proven. We were talking about earlier. So yeah, man, that that's, that's going to be my rumor. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I, I do think it's highly unlikely to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess I guess part of the idea was that when they were filming Jungle Book two, they would be able to get some footage for the ride. But Ooh. I think with all of the shutdowns and the the money that has been lost over the last couple of months, right. I think I think expansions from Disney are probably not going to be happening. At least in the foreseeable future, they have so many projects they need to finish right now. You know that have been actually started. Yeah, like building a new pavilion. That's going to be low on the list. Like rebuilding Epcot? <laughs> yeah. Epcot is – it's, it's like a, a shell of itself right now. Pretty much all of Future World needs to be redone. <laughs> There's like directions to get to like Soren and Test Track spray painted in stencils. Like it seems like on, on walls. It's amazing. That is a shame. That is, <laughs> that is really unfortunate. It's uh, just it just looks a little different right now is all. But we got we got an opening here next time. Our next show will be oh no we got a little ways out. We got like a month before the reopening, so um, that stuff will be it'll be coming down. Yeah. Um, as for I think the most likely, I think at the Wreck It Ralph ride is probably. Although I did hear that they're tearing down Stitch's Great Escape. They're bulldozing it. They're bulldozing it. Yeah, I guess they're getting rid of it. Well, like, I mean, you must mean the inside, right? I have no idea. Let me. Yeah, that'd be straight. That's like one of those setups where it's like a big show building, you know? And uh, I feel like, I don't think you can isolate just that room. I could be wrong, but like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, just a complete, like, just blow it up from the ground up. The, the word being used is de- demolition. <laughs> they're literally going to wreck it. 
<laughs> They're gonna wreck it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I guess the attraction would reuse the existing theater. Um, oh, this is the same article I read last time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that ride is probably the most likely. It will, who knows when it would open because they have to finish Tron, they have to finish Guardians, they have to finish. I keep forgetting about Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, man. That's going to be wild. Yeah, I'm still – it feels weird being in Epcot. Yeah, I, oh, agreed. I mean, the, all right. I mean, we've talked about that before about how – I mean, what could go in Tomorrowland? Maybe Guardians would be better for Tomorrowland? I don't know. I don't even – I don't know if they'd have the space for it though in Tomorrowland because yeah. you would have three major roller coasters. You'd have Space Mountain, Tron. Yep. yep. Although, you know what? I think Tron could have fit in Epcot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, it kind of it kind of looks like Test Track now that you say that. Like the theming, like the colors and stuff. That'd be kind of cool. And I think that's like more future technology than Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians is just comic books. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a, yeah, just fiction, right? Um I mean, Tron is too, but you know what I mean? No, Tron is real. <laughs> we are. <laughs> We're like five years away from floating cars and Tron. Yep. As yep. soon as the Tron coaster is done, Tron will be real. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I will say, I think that's the ride I'm most looking forward to. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. That looks awesome. Based on like the ride footage from um, the other parks and stuff, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, cannot wait. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to be coming back to you next week with some more Disney news. As we get more information about the reopening, we're going to definitely be sharing it with you. I will probably have some more Disney rumors in the next couple of weeks to, you know, just kind of gauge Kellen's view on them. But if this was your first time listening, I encourage you to subscribe to the show. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts whatever other podcast software you listen to. You can follow us at Dudefluencer on Facebook and Twitter. Visit us at Dudefluencer.com. That way you can hear all of the best Disney hot takes every Tuesday afternoon right here on the Mouse News Podcast. For Kellen, my name is Garrett. We hope you have a magical evening. Good night. Good night.